ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation, Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. So much has improved over the past few decades for Americans with disabilities. In general, the public has become more aware that people with disabilities deserve equal opportunities in society and workplaces. Here to discuss workplace accessibility for people with disabilities is my guest today, Zachary Bradley. He's a Shepherd Center vocational specialist and peer support liaison. Welcome to the show, Zach. So please start for the listeners by telling your story, what happened to you, and how you came to work at Shepherd Center. Okay. Um, so I uh, was injured at the age of 19. I was a freshman um, at Clayton State University on a basketball scholarship. I was going to pick a friend up from work and... Um, unfortunately, we got caught in a terrible thunderstorm on the way home, and a tree decided to fall on my car. Um, and I suffered a C6, C7 spinal cord injury, uh, which classified me as a quadriplegic. And when you say how did that end up working at Shepherd, I guess luck of the draw, because I actually did my rehabilitation at the Shepherd Center six years ago once I got injured. So after I did my rehabilitation at Shepherd, I got out in October of 2011, and I was back enrolled in school by January 2012. And once my therapist got word of that, they wanted me to come back and kind of talk to some patients about my recovery process and my decision-making to go back. So I ended up volunteering as a peer support liaison. And here at Shepherd, our peer support program would not work without our volunteers. So um, as the years have gone by, a position on staff opened up, and I was fortunate enough to, to be able to be brought on staff. So how do you think opportunities for people with disabilities have changed in the past decade or so? Have you noticed that the public is more aware or that people are more receptive to hearing about disability awareness? So when we talk about the ADA, we talk about something that went into place well before I, I got injured. So I am new to the whole disability world and the grants cope with things, right? But what I can say is that when we talk about disabilities and employment and accommodations, it, it's more frequent to be talked about or it's something that people are used to at this point. And even when we talk about just disability awareness in general, now you watch commercials and you actually see people in chairs in commercials, which in my lifetime, that wasn't the case uh, prior to probably the last five to six years. So. Zach, what do you see for people with disabilities re-entering the workplace? Where do you think the biggest challenges still lie? So I think one of the biggest things is mostly physical access. So depending on uh, what job or what interests individuals have, can they do the job with their functional limitations? Is employment site um, suitable for people in wheelchairs or any other disability? When we talk about individuals um, who are blind, like can they navigate an employment site adequately? So I think the biggest thing is once you start with physical access and knocking down those walls, then you go to attitudinal barriers just between working with employers and having them understand um, a person's disability, understanding their strengths, and not so much looking at their limitations and how you can really grasp those um, strengths to, to allow these people to flourish in employment. As a vocational specialist, are you finding that companies are generally receptive to hiring people with disabilities or getting them back into the workplace? Yes, especially when it's about getting back to the workplace. Most employers want their employees to come back to work, um, especially if they're on 
short-term disability insurance or long-term disability insurance. So usually in these situations, these employers are doing everything that they can to help their employees get back to work. So they're asking, what type of accommodation do they need? What is suitable for this person to go back to work? What do we need to do in our workplace to help these individuals get back to work? And then when we talk about just in general, employers looking for people with disabilities, I think that this is one of the biggest misconceptions that I've learned is I don't think that employers are specifically looking for people with disabilities. They're looking for qualified individuals to come and fulfill fulfill whatever occupations they have. But people with disabilities will be included in the job employment pool if they're if they're applying. So I think oftentimes when I work with individuals, they're like, "Oh, well, who's hiring people with disabilities?" Well, everybody's hiring people with disabilities. You just have to have the necessary credentials or the necessary job experience to make you a suitable employee for that job. That's a good point. So, how do you feel technology? is making it more accessible for people with disabilities to work, like accessible technology and assistive technology. What are you seeing? Um, With assistive technology, I see that people who probably wouldn't be able to do certain jobs now being able to because technology has allowed that to happen. So we can even use myself, for example. Um, As a quadriplegic, I have full use of my arms, but I don't have finger function or the finger dexterity to be able to write on paper as effectively as most. So just the simple use of an iPad or a computer uh, makes me able to email. It allows me to be able to document and make notes about the cases that I'm seeing. So something as small as just giving me a tablet or a computer allows me to be able to, to work as a counselor and do all the things that other counselors do, but they may do it on pen and paper. So that's my example, but I'm um, even just on a broader spectrum. Just assistive technology has made it super possible for people to be able to work the jobs that they probably wouldn't have been able to do without the technology. It really is quite amazing, isn't it? So what do you want companies to know? What are some steps that they should take to make sure that they're compliant with the accessibility for candidates and about the American with Disabilities Act? I think that when we talk about the ADA, employers or jobs have certain standards that they have to upkeep about having individuals with disabilities on staff, right? So I think that if they're looking to fulfill those needs, I think that they should seek community resources. One of the resources that I use often is vocational rehab. Vocational rehab is a nationwide agency. So there's one in every state and in in multiple cities throughout each state. And I think that employers should connect with these local vocational rehabilitation offices so that they can further assist one another in hiring employees. And what steps do you, when you're working with patients, what steps do you tell them to take to better prepare for interviews and to hold down a good job that they really enjoy? So first, I definitely talk about, especially for our patients, is optimizing their health. So making sure that they're ready, physically ready to to take on work. I mean, one of the biggest things is I'd like to, to talk about gradually returning to work or gradually returning to school. Because oftentimes, um, if you have a 40-hour-per-week job, uh, after a disability, you just can't. You probably can, but it wouldn't be the best recommendation is to try to go in at that right away. So definitely trying to do it gradually over some time so that you can feel confident in the job you're doing and understand your job under your new limitations. Another step is, like I said, I also am asking them to reach out to their local vocational rehabilitation agency just because those um, individuals have rehab technicians who work inside their agency that can help these individuals go to their job or go to their place of employment and help them navigate ergonomical ways so that they can be effective at their job. Those, those are usually the steps that I take when I'm talking to a patient. Wrap it up for us, Zach, if you would, about your 
position as a vocational specialist and peer support liaison for the Shepherd Center and what you want listeners to know about the abilities and the accessibility for people with disabilities to get back into the workplace. Well, I think just the biggest thing is that it's important, especially for our health and well-being. And that's what my, if we look at my entire job description between peer liaison and vocational specialist, is helping individuals reintegrate into the community and how can I help them reintegrate into the community. So knocking down those physical barriers or knocking down those attitudinal barriers so that these people can go on after um, acquiring or injury and living a successful life. And even for individuals who have congenital disabilities, we talk about how can we make it possible for these individuals to go out in the community and live a satisfying life. So I think for me, it's always trying to put the right resources in place so that these people can do that. Thank you so much, Zach, for sharing your inspiring story and for all the work that you do on behalf of Shepherd Center. This is Shepherd Center Radio. For more information, please visit shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.